Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Tuesday, November the 1st, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, in name, which means lacking significance, meaning, or point. Hey, it is the 1st of November. Wow, end of the year is almost here. End of the year is almost here. And if you can't tell, I'm outside. And as soon as I start talking, the dogs start barking. <sighs> Boy, gotta love it, gotta love it. Been sitting out here for the better part of an hour. I haven't heard a peep. And as soon as I open my mouth, here they come. Gotta love it. That's the neighborhood. That is the neighborhood. Hey, the temperature here in North Carolina is looking pretty good. Temperatures are in the 70s. Got a bit of rain last night uh, into the wee hours of the morning, but it brought in some warm temperatures or continuation of warm temperatures because uh, it's going to stay in the 70s for the better part of this week and some part of next week. Temperatures will take a dive a little bit back into the 60s right around time for those midterms. Man, got to love it. Beautiful weather, beautiful weather. So I decided to come out and, and just do my podcast and talk to you guys outside. Also doing a video that is going to be uploaded to uh, YouTube, my YouTube channel. Finally got that up and running, and then I'll put the description in the uh, in the uh, description box so you guys can go check it out. Go check it out. Hey, let's talk about some Sunday football. How about that? Uh, the Seahawks defeated the uh, New York Giants 27-13. The Broncos, uh, man, they finally won them one. Looks like Russell Wilson's on a little bit of a roll, I should say. They defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars 27-17. And the Miami Dolphins defeated the Detroit Lions 31-27. Miami's maybe uh, was getting back to his groove. He's getting back. He's getting back. And <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons defeated the Carolina Panthers, 37-34. Yeah, on the last second field goal, I should say. Uh, Carolina missed a field goal. Just did. Man, the woes continue for the Panthers. Uh, they traded McCarthy and uh, uh, McCaffrey, I should say. Traded McCaffrey, man, and he went to San Fran. San Fran defeated the Los Angeles Rams. What is going on with the Rams? The Super Bowl champs, they look horrible. Um Catherine Company ran all over them, 31 to 14 was the final score. Uh, and the Arizona Cardinals def- were defeated by the Minnesota Vikings, 34 to 26. Uh, Murray couldn't keep it together. And old lucky Kurt Cousins got him one. The Vikings are the top of the NFC East, by the way, and that's extremely hard to believe and odd. Just is. Uh, the Raiders were defeated by the Saints, 24-0. Man, the Raiders couldn't even put a field goal on the board. Wow. And, the well, the woes continue for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. They were defeated by uh, the Eagles, Jalen Hurts and company, 35-13. to That was a good game. I had a chance to watch that. He put on a clip. He just did. The Eagles totally dominated that game. They just did. Uh, the Patriots defeated the Jets 22 to 17. The Titans defeated the Texans 17 to 10. And <laughs> wow, and not so wow. But uh, 
The Buffalo Bills defeated the Green Bay Packers. That's about four in a row for Aaron Rodgers and companies. He's none too happy. He is none too happy. They defeated the Bills 27 to 17. I mean, they were, well, the Bills defeated the Packers 27 to 17. Aaron Rodgers is not too happy. Josh Allen looked good, by the way. Just did. Just did. Okay. Let's address the elephant in the room. If, if you know anything, you know I'm a huge Chicago Bears fan and not so much a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> oh, the Cowboys, man. I hate to say it. They put on a clinic. They just did. They put in some work. That defense, Dak Prescott came. You know, he's back. He was firing on all cylinders. Uh, Lamb looked good. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott was out, and Pollard stepped up. Wow. Uh, the final score was 49-29. to <laughs> Man, those damn Bears, boy, I tell you. Chicago Bears, oh, my Lord. So, yeah, they were defeated by the uh, Dallas Cowboys. And, of course, as you know, a lot of those Cowboy fans, they came for me. Oh, they came for me. They lit me up. <laughs> they just did. Rightfully so. The Bears, they just, they just look horrible. But I will say this. I will say this. Uh, they didn't die. They didn't play their best, but they wouldn't die. They kept playing. They put 29 points on the board, which is surprising because the Bears, we're not that much of a scoring team. It's mainly that defense, and I'll get to that defense in a moment. But, uh, yeah, they put some points on the board, and they didn't stop playing this time because the Bears will stop playing when they're down, but they didn't. They kept fighting. So maybe it's a turnaround of sorts. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? And, um Back to the defense. Well, the Bears lost on Sunday, and on Monday they announced that they were trading defensive linebacker Roquan Smith to the Ravens. The Ravens, I'm sorry, to Baltimore Ravens. And so now you have Robert Quinn that is playing for the Eagles, who um, he did play in, in Sunday's game, the Eagles versus the Steelers. He did a little bit, something, I, I guess. They looked pretty good, still looked like Robert Quinn. Yeah, the Bears traded – Roquan Smith, that defense is totally gutted now. It, it just is. It's gutted. It's been ripped to shreds. Um, who knows? Well, I had to calm down and think about it. And once I sat down and thought about it, you know, it, it makes sense. They are rebuilding. So they had to take that def- – they're taking the defense apart. Uh, I imagine they're saying to themselves they have some good offensive players. So they're going to take the, that defense apart. And when I say take that defense apart, it, this is a, 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 a draft thing. If I could say that, if that makes sense. So you, te- you get rid of some of your top tier players for some draft picks and you hope you can maneuver and manipulate your way around that draft and maybe get some higher, higher drafts, draft picks. And you start your real bit rebuilding process like that. Uh, I really can't get just disheartening. Uh, I hate to see Roquan Smith go. He was one of those last uh, first. It was Khalil Mack. Roquan Smith and and Robert Quinn and and who knows who else is going to go, but this is just part of the rebuilding process, I guess. Um, who knows? Who knows? But yeah, I gotta admit, sadly, the Dallas Cowboys—they're looking pretty good. I gotta admit, they are. Uh, maybe this is their year. <laughs> no, it ain't. You guys ain't going to no Super Bowl. The infamous cowboy skid and flop is going to start, and it's going to start soon. Don't know when, but it's going to start at some point in time. That infamous cowboy uh, skid and flop, it's a coming. It's a coming. We know this. We see this every year. 
this ain't your year. You ain't going to no Super Bowl. And well, you, I, I, I guess you guys are dim boys. Please, Super Bowl Cowboys, get out of town. Get out of town. Uh, and uh, okay, on Monday night, last night, uh, hey, the Cincinnati Bengals lost to the Cleveland Browns in that battle for Ohio. Uh, 32-13 was the final score there. Man, who knew? Who saw that coming? I had my money on the Bengals. I just did. I just did. Um, hey, they went to the Super Bowl last year. They've been looking pretty good this year, but they ran into those Cleveland Browns, the old dog pound from back in the day. Man. And in some surprising news in the NBA, wow. Looks like the Los Angeles Lakers have finally won a game. They are now one and five. They defeated the Denver Nuggets uh, back on Sunday night. Wow, man. All right about that. They finally won one. I guess that's a plus. <laughs> but uh, tomorrow night, they're going to be taking on the uh, New Orleans New Orleans Pelicans with uh, Zion Williams. Williams. We'll see how that turns out. Um Maybe there it was only one game. Yeah, uh, the Lakers have looked horrible. Horrible. I, I can't remember the last time I've seen them look like this. And it's not so much the record. It's their play, how they're playing. But they turned it around a little bit the other night. But before that, they couldn't rebound offensively, offensively or defensively. They couldn't hit shot. They were throwing up bricks and air balls. <laughs> It is it, not the record is how they're playing because the record, uh, the Lakers have been on a uh, losing streaks before, but they've always played through. And these guys here as of late, they look like they're just standing around observing. They look like uh, fans. We might well just let them sit in the stands. Just did. But we'll see. We'll see. Maybe this is a turnaround. Maybe this was their uh, little wake up. We will see. We will see. All right. Let's go get it. Man, uh, have you guys heard about this? Uh, this was startling and somewhat surprising, but then again, maybe not. Maybe this is an indication of, of how we are as a society as it relates to politics and politicians and, and, and it, when you're in disagreement with them. Because it looks like uh, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi's Husband was attacked Friday in their home while she was, uh, I guess she was in D.C. Now, he was attacked by a man Friday uh, night. Guy came in with a hammer. He beat him about the head. He has a fractured skull and arms and ha hands. He has some uh, injuries there also. And as he was beating him, he reportedly kept asking, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? What? <laughs> I can't make this up. I can't make it up. I can't make it up. Uh, now, this nut job <laughs> is doing court today to face uh, state charges and federal charges, but he's going to court today to face state charges for attempted murder, residential burglary, assault with a deadly weapon, elderly ab abuse, and uh, false imprisonment of the elderly. Man. And threats to a public official and their family. Wow. Uh, if convicted, he could spend decades behind bars. Police say his motive was, of course, was to harm the Speaker of the House. He went there looking for her. 
Now, let me let me take a second here. I, I got to ask the question. Is, is this where we are as a society when we disagree with someone because of a, whether they have a, a certain political view or belong to a certain political party, we go and try to attack them? Apparently, because this is not the first time we've heard of this or, or an attempt, but this guy here, he carried his plan through. Uh, I, what was that back sometime earlier this year at one of the Supreme Court justices' homes? They had to set up uh, security and then there was one guy who was on stage. He was running for uh, uh, some party, some uh, political party in, in somewhere in, in the Midwest. And he was attacked. Uh, guys tried to stab him or stabbed him. So this is where we are in this country now. If we don't agree with your uh, politics, we will attack you. Wow. Yeah. Guy came, barged in the house, he beat her husband about the head, fractured his skull. Uh, I believe they said he had con contusions or, or, or a few breaks of sprains on his hand and his arm. And the thing for me is, is you know, like I said, he, he was asking where was Nancy, but he was asking where was Nancy when he was beating him with that damn hammer. Now they went back to some of his social media posts and they're saying he was one of those that was uh, one of those conspiracy theorists nuts. Uh, apparently, the, of course, the 2020 election and, and, and in his uh, getting back on point in his statement to the police, um, he said that, hey, they asked him why he attacked Nancy Pelosi. And he said that she was one of the leaders of the pack of lies told by the Democratic Party. Wow. You're the standard barrier, huh? <laughs> okay. Um, now, this is where it gets extremely sick, twisted, and demented. Uh, folks, the, the, I, I have no words. I, I can't under, for the life of me, I'll never be able to understand or figure out why folks think like they think or act like, like, they, like they act. Because he said he planned to, uh, if he ever did get in contact with her when he broke into that house, he planned to hold her hostage and talk to her until she told the truth. What truth is that? Oh, 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 I forgot. She, she's the head of the pack of lies. So she was supposed to come out and say that the Democratic Party was lying. And, and if she told the truth and admitted that the Democratic Party was full of liars and they were lying and the Republicans did win, uh, Donald Trump did win the election, he would let her go. But if she lied, he was going to break her kneecaps. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. I, I, I don't mean to laugh. I, I'm not laughing at, 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 you know, the situation. I'm laughing at the, this guy's man, mindset, man. He had it all figured out, didn't he? So he's going to hold her hostage until she admitted that she and the Democratic Party lied and stole the 2020 presidential election. Hmm. Okay. And if she didn't admit, he was going to break her damn kneecaps. Wow. And then he goes on to say that he was going to break her kneecaps to show other Democrats in the House, in the Senate, because she was going to have to be in a wheelchair that when they when she rolled in, the other Democrats would see that there are consequences for their actions and their words and their beliefs. Wow. <laughs> a complete and utter nut. <laughs> I'm sorry. This guy said he was going to break our kneecaps. Man, yeah, you had it all figured out, didn't you there, buddy? 
and, and I still haven't, uh, I guess, uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband was able to get away somehow, some, some way, somehow and he called the police and the police arrived. But the crazy thing is this nut stayed on the scene. He didn't leave. They arrested him in the home. I believe they said didn't leave, broke in, assaulted the husband, beat him in the head with a hammer and the rest of his body asking where is Nancy continued his assault until uh, her husband was able to get away. Finally got away from this nut and called the police and they came and they, you know, they started the questioning or whatever, or what have you. And he said that his motive was to uh, get out there, that she was a liar, that the democratic parties were liars, that they stole the presidential election of 2020, uh, the infamous election of 2020. Uh, uh, I have no words for this idiocy and lunacy. Now they're saying that he's a lone wolf, uh, lone wolf or no lone wolf. It's obvious you're standing by or you're standing behind or you believe in something. And it looks like you believe that, uh, of course, the Democratic Party, along with Nancy Pelosi, are a bunch of liars and they stole that presidential election. Uh, I, I, I have no words. This is just idiotic. This is just a nut job. I don't know about the theory of a lone wolf. I can't give you that. He may be a lone wolf. He may just be that. But um, he's a nut. He's a complete and utter, utter, utter nut. Now, he's also going to face some federal charges. Pretty much it, it mirrors the state charges uh, with the assault on a uh, family member of, of a, a, a politician. And, and with that and those charges, he can serve. I believe it's two charges. He can serve up to 50 years. So he could serve decades uh, in state and another 50 years in federal prison. Probably needs to serve every bit of that time. Uh, do I think he needs help? <laughs> what kind of help do you give a nut like this? <laughs> Let him sit in jail and rot. I don't care. <laughs> talk about breaking somebody's damn decaps because of a presidential election. <sighs> yeah. What kind of help do you get a nut? <laughs> That's the million-dollar question of the day. Jesse is. Jesse is. Um, let's move along here also, man. Uh, well, 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 well. Looky, looky. Old President Biden has came out, and he has threatened big oil. He tells big oil that he's going to uh, go to the Congress and Senate and ask for a tax increase on their win- – he's going to ask for a windfall tax increase, I'm sorry, on their war profiteering. Gee, you think you just now decide to come out and say this? You know, folks have been raising sin about these the price of gas ever since this mess started with the, uh, Ukraine and Russia. And the, I can remember quite specifically folks saying and questioning, hey, Mr. President, could you say something? Could you do something? And his, his administration and himself flat out said, hey, we can't control the oil prices. These are independent companies. We don't have any say. We can't say what they do. They pretty much can raise the price if they want. Now, all of a sudden, less than a week away from these midterms, now you can say something. Now you can say you can go to the Congress and ask for a tax increase because they're profiting from the war. I'm sorry. Your your, your complete, uh, your, your term is war profiteering. Wow, Mr. President, really? You really stepped up this time. Uh, 
Midterm is next Tuesday, by the way. So this is politics. Because like I said, folks have been asking, begging, pleading with this administration to say or do something to stop these oil companies from uh, raising the price and making profits. We knew that. Not only is this a, as a result of this war, this is a result of COVID. You know, I've said many times on this podcast that, hey, they have to recoup their losses from COVID. You know, hey, we were locked down for the better part of two years. Folks weren't traveling like that. Folks were out of work. There were no vacations being taken. Everything was locked down. So they lost some money. So uh, when we return back to work, when we return back to some semblance of normalcy, they raised the price. And then along comes Russia in, in this Ukraine. So they continue to raise the price. They continue to play this little up and down game with these oil prices and gas prices. If you haven't noticed, I know many of you have because I noticed. So now all of a sudden, President Biden and his administration have come out and said in a minute that they're profiting from the war. Wow, Mr. President, I I never would have known that. I just wouldn't. Come on now. Now he's saying that they, uh, last week, the oil executives came out and announced that they had a $40, $40 billion profit. That's billion with a B. $40 billion dollar profit so far. Hmm. Now, President Biden goes on to say he'll seek, of course, like I said, legislative actions for Congress. But now you're going to go to Congress, Mr. President. Congress not due back in session till after the midterms. So you're hoping and praying that because you came out with this statement that that people are going to rush to the polls and vote the, uh, the straight Democratic ticket that you guys are always hoping and praying for. Yeah. How convenient. A week before the midterm elections, you come out and announce this. Now, the Republicans have said uh, <laughs> they flat out have said no. It ain't going to happen. They aren't going to uh, uh, drop taxes on the oil companies. Um, this is a democratic mess. Uh, folks have been saying for the longest time, like I said, uh, even going back to after we came back from the lockdown, the quarantine, folks have been saying, hey, uh, these gas prices are, are out of control. We need some help from the administration. Folks have been uh, this year alone with, with the war and the Ukraine in Ukraine, folks came out and said, hey, Mr. President, uh, could you please say something? Uh, uh, do something to help the, the American people out. And his administration and him both said the president can't control the oil prices because he, there's nothing we can do. But now, apparently, you guys have discovered that you're going to tax them. You can tax them now because they made it a, a $40 billion in profit. So now, all of a sudden, you can tax them. Is that, I guess that's the thing you could do now. You, you couldn't say nothing. So now you're going to go to the Congress and you're going to, do, you're going to ask them to increase their uh, taxes because they made a profit. Wow, gee. Thanks, Mr. President. It's been the better part of a year. Let's just call it like let's just call it like it is. It's been a year uh, or so where where people have been ravaged by gas prices. Folks are worried, scratching their head, whether, uh, wondering how they're going to get to work. Just that simple. If you're saying to yourself that's that's absurd, uh, think again. It is that that simple. 
when you can't afford to put gas in your car because it's so high and you got to decide whether you want to get gas or food and food is high also uh it could stretch stress you out it could stretch you thin and that's exactly what has happened to many american people coming up on this midterm i told you guys i told you guys i told you guys and i know many of you already know the democrats got a dog fight on their hand they got a dog fight on their hand because of their spending and their nonsense and politics uh, the American people aren't slow. They just aren't. And many of these battleground states, they're finding these Senate races are neck and neck. They're, the only difference that separate a lot of these races in Nevada, uh, Georgia, uh, here in North Carolina, even there's like a point or two. And, and the most, I, I believe it's four or five point difference. That's a slim margin. That means either of these races could go either way and a lot of uh folks a lot of people are predicting that it just may go to the republican party and it may just well the economy is the major contributing component to all of this folks are tired they're frustrated they're upset they're irate they're broke <laughs> they're broke and they shouldn't be especially if they're out here working because they gotta pay for it. everything is so high like I said before, uh, that stimulus package, that uh, bill that the, the Biden administration put back, put through to help rebuild America with the infrastructure and, and, and things like that, it, it turns out it may be costing more than it's actually contributing to building America up. Didn't go so well. And I think next Tuesday, well, I don't think, I think Tuesday, I, I, I know Tuesday, we're going to see. Uh, Tuesday's going to tell a tale. Those midterms are going to tell the tale as it relates to how the American people view this administration. And not just this administration, but the Democratic Party on a whole. Because like I said, a lot of these races and a lot of these uh, different states, it's close. It's neck and neck. Folks are tired. They are fed up. I think we're going to be seeing, we're going to see some changes come next week. Hmm. Could be, could not be. Who knows? Who knows? What do I know? Don't mind me. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> uh, a lot going on, a lot going on. Uh, we'll see what happens with these midterms. We will see what happens with these midterms. Well, I'm going to go on and get out, out of here. Uh, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. So offer feedback. I would love to hear your voice. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And now I will put the address in the... Uh, description box for my youtube channel and as always wherever you are streaming hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified when i drop these podcasts keep you in the loop my name is stephen carnegie thank you for listening this is just a thought amen